Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 36. We nearly did it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'm sorry. I apologise in advance for the shocking quality of this podcast. I think we're both a little bit giddy, a little bit hysterical. Because yeah. after this, this is it. This is it. This is our last recording of 2018. And then I think we're both going to put our feet up for a little bit. Not that this is like the hardest graft in the whole world, but um, I think we need to refuel a bit. Stop off at the the metaphorical petrol podcast station of life. Oh my, wow. Ooh. I, really, I really enjoyed that. Um, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited for Christmas. We're obviously recording this before Christmas. Um FYI, y'all. So it will be going up after Christmas. So yeah, I hope you've all had a delightful one. I'm well. Um, I'm kind of in a bit of a flap. I just said to Charlotte that my whole house looks like it's been ransacked because every single room, there's just stuff, like just rubbish and stuff. So today I'm going to have a bit of a an intense cleanse, clear up. Um, I need to go through the kitchen cupboard, show that kind of day. Oh, through the kitchen cupboards? What are you going through the kitchen cupboards for? Just because I think there's a lot of stuff that's a bit out of date and just do need to free up space for for like, for the celebrations. (laughs) We do have a Christmas cupboard. Um, It was an empty cupboard that June was allowed to play with. So she, because we've got child locks and all the other cupboards. So we used to like have bits and bobs in there. And then June came down a few days ago and tried to open her cupboard and we've got a child lock on it because it's full of like Christmas food. And she just looked at us and I was like, sorry, babe. I bet she was well, hysterical. make sacrifices at Christmas. And <laughs> no more cupboard. No more cupboard for you. And um, my house is an absolute tip. And um, but I don't have time to tidy it because it's Friday afternoon. What date is it? It's the 21st of December, just to give some context. Sorry, it's after Christmas officially. Um, but after this, I've got my friend coming from Australia. Then I'm going through to Cleethorpes to see an Elton John tribute act. Then I've got an afternoon tea tomorrow. I've got a spa on Sunday. I've got no time for tidying, just socialising. Oh my god, I admire you. I feel like I'm going to save my socialising for um, the lull in between Christmas and New Year. So when this podcast is up, hopefully I'll be socialising. Oh yeah, you see, I'll, I'll probably be crying into a cheese plate, going, "I shouldn't have gone so hard before Christmas." <laughs> we'll see. We need to we need to socialise in that period. So um, we'll, we'll discuss that afterwards. We'll get to that. Um, lots more apologies, actually. I just feel like we should just get a lot of apologies out of the way. We did say we we're going to have a guest today. That's not gone to plan. No. So there's no just, there's I no feel plan. like this. Po- we started off this series really strong and with a real mission. And I feel like we've kind of, like a lot of people, stumbled towards the end of the year. Don't point your flaws out. 
No, but you know how everyone kind of gets the last like week of like all like the last week of term, and you're kind of just like sobbing, like I'm nearly there, and I feel like that's what we're a bit like now. But the event didn't go to plan, like the guests didn't go to plan. Um, but we're here, and we've got we have got a special episode because we're going to do a wonderful roundup episode. Um, and we're planning a very very special third series for January as well. So all is not lost. Yeah, See, I I how, around. <laughs> remember how smug I was last week? You were like, "I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm overworked," and I was like, "Oh, I've just, you know, I'm winding down." There's been no winding down. No, <laughs> that was that was foolish of me. And also, I got ill as well. So Jack and me went to York. God, do you remember me bragging about that last week as well? Oh, we're gonna go to York and have some nice, you know, couple times. Sans Sans June, we were ill and we spent the whole time in bed shivering. Poor things. Yeah, it was last week me was so smug this week me not so smug oh my god but I do feel like that not like relating to that but we were just saying that I think over Christmas especially there is this seemingly quite enormous pressure I think this time of year to have like ultimate fun and you kind of forget that we're all kind of we all have work to do we all have jobs some finish earlier than others some don't finish at all but there is this pressure isn't there oh definitely everyone's having more fun than me everyone on Instagram like everyone and I know that's not the truth but I think it is very easy especially in the days of the days of social media but you know to think that everyone's having a better time than you and and to be honest it's probably not true I've seen quite a few people say um you know nobody is having a better time I saw a great meme the other day and it said the grass isn't greener they're just using a filter I know it's true it feels like everyone's in Fortnum and Mason and I was just like scrambling through emails and I was like, but, but, but I need a Christmassy day. But I'm like, that's not the reality of it. But um, we did say we're in Fortnum and Mason right now, right this second. I think, oh, I know. Like in my head, I'm like, I would love it. And then reality, it's probably very busy. And people in there are probably thinking, I wish I was at home. (laughs) Shout out to everyone that's working over Christmas. So everybody in retail, service industry. Charities, food banks, um, the NHS, the emergency services, big, big love and respect to you because you keep the country running when we most need it to, basically. Yeah, definitely. Sending lots of love and I hope you get some rest and some um, you're keeping your sanity. But without you, you're all heroes. We couldn't do it without you. So without further ado, shall we do our 2018 roundup? The fringe of it roundup, the big fat fringe of it roundup. Right, what should we start with? We've got four categories. Uh, we might ad lib here and there. Um, what What do you want to go with first? Should we start with film? Let's. I could probably name yours, and you could probably name mine. Um, I could. Oh. I mean, none of this is going to come as a surprise. I've got actually got a bigger list of things I want to watch over Christmas that I didn't watch as they came out. Um, <laughs> typical me but you go first okay so my I've not ranked them as in like number one two three four five I just very much enjoyed these films in 2018 technically this one came out in late 2017 but I watched it this year and I really urge you all to go watch it and that's film stars don't die in Liverpool I just loved that film I love Jamie Bell the whole story just really stayed with me and it's now available on Netflix and I don't think it was before (gasps) I might watch that as I rap today. Oh, you won't regret it. You will not. 
Oh, I'm thrilled about that. I also have another one that came out in late 2017. I didn't see until this year. Um, but I thought I did. I thought it came out this year, but it didn't. And that is Call Me By Your Name. Oh, I actually Googled that to see if that came out this year or last year. So um, if we're going to, yeah, if we're going to be extending that far, yeah, that's also a, a, a green tick from me. Did you see Did you watch it? I don't know whether we actually caught up about that. I know there was there were weeks that you were trying to watch it and you never yeah. quite made it. No, I did. I did make it. I thought it was marvellous. Oh, isn't it? It is exceptional i mean i do feel like i should have read the book but it's probably not going to happen realistically um so i'm just glad that i got to watch the film it was so beautifully shot oh isn't it just just like it's such a simple story but it's just so beautifully done and acted and you just feel you feel so many feels and more of that more representation more kind of other love stories i mean i um oh sorry i've gone straight into it but i was on twitter the other day um and the tv show that's on the bbc at the moment um about black slaves people said you know this storyline is exhausted can we have more positive stories about black people and i think the same um as well for people of different persuasions persuasions um but you know we see so many heterosexual love stories it was just really wonderful to see something new and I think it's so important to see that reflected in tv and film um the next film that I think came out this year (laughs) oh we're terrible is is the book club um with Jane Fonda Diane Keaton yes um you go ahead with this have you seen it I have, I watched it. Well, I watched most of it on the flight. I didn't love it. I turned it off. Fair enough. Fair. It's you know. Do you know what? It's not for everybody. It's not. It's not got a great storyline. It's not. It's just the kind of nonsense I like to switch off to. So if I love in, a bit of nonsense. Typically, yeah, true, actually, I'd like to know where your uh, taste level barometer where it failed on that. I know. Do you know? I did love the fact that um, the wonderful actor who whose name escapes me, um, ever professional, um, who was in Mamma Mia, the man. The man in Mamma Mia was in it. Senor Sin Fuegos. Oh, um, yes, I, I know who you mean. Oh, this is going this is going shockingly. Tell me another film that you already enjoyed. <laughs> if Joe could hear this, he'd literally have his head in his hands and he'd be like, <laughs> it's that actor who's really successful and you've literally boiled him down to those. <laughs> Oh, I apologise. I'm sorry I'm like this. Um, obviously, the, the most natural tie here would be Mamma Mia 2. Um, I'm surprised that made your top films of 2018. I'm shocked. I know. Well, I wasn't even going to mention it because I thought it, 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 doesn't, like, it doesn't warrant a mention. But seeing as I've mentioned it in pretty much every single episode we've done, it's not natural. It just, you know, it it, it felt right. Um, so is that obviously... Out yet? Is the what what? Is the DVD out yet? It's not out. Oh, yes, it is out yet. Tell a lie. My my dad got it for my mum for her birthday, not like just to give to her. He was like, we can watch it. And she kind of was just a bit like, oh, no, we don't have to. And my dad was like, I thought you loved it. And I think she was a bit like, yeah, it was, it was nice in the cinema. And I think I've just made everyone feel like they have to watch it all the time. It's a great film. Mamma Mia. Ex- Mamma Mia 1, terrible. Mamma Mia 2, exceptional. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, So that's obviously in there. And in other music-related films, this is another one that's going to come as absolutely no surprise, potentially because I mentioned it last week, um, but that is, of course, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody and Star is Born. I mean, they're my oh. top three musical films of the year. Oh, I think they they take my top three films of the year. Well, 
mm, I'm trying to think if any, okay, yeah, do you know what? They're just our top three films of the year. We're absolutely predictable. That's best. I know. List. I did watch um, Christopher Robin on the plane back from New York, which I've been desperate to see since I first watched the trailer with you. Um, and that was very, very cute. It was, the plot didn't do as much as I wanted it to, but um, when Winnie was exceptionally cute as expected. I think if you're coming here for cutting-edge film reviews, you're in the wrong place. But I would also like to add <laughs> to that list, Black Klansman, you have to watch it. And also yes. Three Identical Strangers, it's in the cinema at the moment. So if your family are driving you a bit bonkers in, in this period between Christmas and New Year, run away to the cinema and try and watch Three Identical Strangers because it's it's so good. Oh, yeah, I really want to watch that. I also want to, I've got four films that I really want to watch over Christmas. And that is Mary Poppins. Oh yes, yeah, that's that's out today. As in the twenty fourth. Yeah. So by the time the podcast is out, it will be out. So there's another film I really want to see, which is the favorite. Which I've seen the trailer of. It's a it's apparently it's a period piece, um, and it's got Emma Stone in it, Olivia Colman, Rachel Weisz, and it's meant to be amazing. And from seeing the trailer and the costumes, it looks brilliant. So I really want to see that. It's on at the cinema at the moment, so you can go and have a look at that. How have also, I not seen this? Sorry to interrupt. My favourite things are Olivia Colman and period dramas. I know. Well, Joe showed me the trailer and I hadn't seen it. It looks sensational. Oh, I'm very excited. I also really want to watch The Guernsey Potato Peel Society. Oh, I really... That's been around forever, hasn't it? I say forever, yeah. but it's been out for a long time and I've wanted to watch it. Yeah, that was the, that was another this year film that I've wanted to watch. Um, so I need to do that. And I also really want to watch Crazy Rich Asians too. Snap, snap. I'm down with that list. I'm going to copy yep. it. That's my, that's my um, Christmas film watching list. Oh, thanks. I have to do no research. And I was going to go and watch Downton Abbey again. So I'll save that for January. Oh, maybe I should start Downton Abbey too. Downton Abbey? Oh, down, <laughs> I thought you were saying Downton Abbey too, <laughs> as in like... I was like, damn, it hasn't come out yet, the film. But no, I'm happy <laughs> that list. That's a strong li- list. Thanks, Liv. Thank you. Shall we move on to television? My TV list is, I just think that I'm just not very deep as a person. I think if anyone's been listening to us for more than one week, they'll probably establish that neither of us are particularly deep as people. But the thing is, we are. We overthink and we worry. But, you know, when it comes to entertainment, I want light entertainment. I think that's it. Like I, I read um, Emma Gannon's piece for Elle yesterday, which spoke about that kind of, the kind of pressure to be the perfect activist. And I really, really loved it because I think that's what we're both worry about a lot about trying to say the right thing and but that's kind of how I don't know you can be you can be deep and care and also just love watching quite PG things that's true well we will link the article in the show notes because I think that's really really interesting actually um it's kind of like um I've seen so many kind of roundups of 2018 but it was just saying how 2018 people were trying to be you know the most woke or the most kind of um I don't want to use the word ally but that's what people were saying and I think that the article that Emma wrote was just a really kind of good um conclusion of of all that kind of thing that we've seen over 2018 so I'll link that in the show notes because it is a cracking cracking there was there was a really really brilliant brilliant quote in it as well um let's see if I can quickly grab that quote because it was by um I think it was Monroe um 
It was such a good quote and I feel like it sums up so many feelings I've had this year. Okay, so this is this was a really, really brilliant, brilliant quote in that article from Monroe Bergdorf. And she said, it was an Instagram picture she shared and it says, don't shade people who weren't previously woke when you used to know them for being woke now. Either you want them to stay ignorant or you want them to do better, which is it? Don't penalise them for their personal progress or development. You weren't born woke either. And I thought that was just such a nice, concise, articulate way of summing up how we're all learning. Would you rather people remain ignorant or would you just would you rather them just try and do better? I think as well, it was nice to kind of discuss not cancelling people as well. Because I think yes. that's definitely something I've learned from 2018. Not that I ever cancelled anybody, but, you know, I think the longer we live life on the internet, the more we need to understand that we're all going to make mistakes, potentially say the wrong thing or or do the wrong thing. And it's just knowing, um, I guess it's how people react to those things, isn't it? And and whether people apologise and move on um, or whether, you know, they're like, well, I didn't, I didn't say or do anything wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. Even and, when that, it- and that's the difference, isn't it? I think we all make mistakes and we all perhaps say things that we meant with good intentions that perhaps you didn't articulate properly but it's how you go forward with it and yeah like you say like whether you apologize and say look I did wrong and I've learned now and I want to do better and I want to try harder or whether you just say nah and that's the crux of it I think see we got deep we were talking about tv and look look where we've gone look at the look at the spin we made (laughs) um back to tv yeah what what's been what have been your shows I mean, it's so predictable. I mean, there's probably listeners you can you can guess. So, Queer Eye, yep. yep, Grace and Frankie, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Escape to the Chateau, um, and I've already said Queer Eye. The only other three things that I've added to my list are first dates, just because it's honestly my favorite thing on TV. For yeah, that you can just put it on and it instantly puts me in a good mood it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in first dates cheers me up and then I also discovered this year so late to the party and sat and tragically um because he died but Anthony Bourdain um I have devoured so many of his shows but particularly parts unknown and then the only other thing in my Netflix history is love season three and that's oh shit's creek there we go well there's another one that I think there's one thing I want to watch that I know you watched that I think I'd like which is Dairy Girls Look at me engaging the memory. Yes, yes, that was great. Is that not a film? No, Channel Four. Oh, it was a. Th- was that a three part? It was only a three or four parter. That's why. I think so. Yeah, that was anything less than great. a five parter. Charlotte, it escapes her. It's a film. <laughs> just, just a long film that you have to wait a week in between episodes. <laughs> Oh, you're dafty. But yeah, does anything on that list surprise you? Nothing, nothing. I actually had Queer Eye on my list, um, which I loved. I feel like I feel like it's always been part of my life. I can't remember a time without Queer Eye. I can't imagine a time without Jonathan Van Ness. Have you seen um, that he's learning to ice skate at the moment? <gasps> no. Oh, it's beautiful. Do you know what's beautiful about his um, ice skating footage on Instagram? Is that he keeps putting up every time he falls over or doesn't do something well and it's so great to see because when do you ever see that and that's why you know as we go into January and we you know we think um, as much as we don't 
like to say it, I will be saying that I've got new hobbies. Um, because you never see anybody fail. You just think that people are like born ama- you know, an amazing pianist or an amazing ice skater, and they're just the they're just wonderful. Oh, I love him so much. He's incredible. Is there anything else on your list that is on my list? There are three things that aren't on your list. So that's Bodyguard, which I know you didn't watch because it was a little bit scary. But I absolutely loved that. I absolutely devoured it um, like a full tub of Quality Street. And I also loved Killing Eve, another thing I know you didn't watch, but was exceptional. Um, Just two things that typically I didn't think I'd love, but would watch again in a heartbeat. Um, And then finally, Dynasties. Oh, and yeah, I thought Dynasties might be on yours. I just haven't watched enough of it. I'm sorry. I'm... Oh, I love it. It's quite heart-wrenching, but um, I love it. Maggie loves it. It's just, oh, it, like to the point where Maggie actually received like a, a message saying they're going to send her the box set. <laughs> <laughs> Which might possibly... be my highlight of the year in general. That's possibly the cutest thing I've ever heard. Um, I, I am going to... I'm still prepared to watch Killing Eve, still prepared to watch that, not prepared to watch Bodyguard at all. Yeah, watch Killing Eve over Christmas and then we can uh, dissect in the new year. There's only so much time. I've already got your other list. So much homework, Liv. I know, I'm setting you some projects for the new year. Um, what I can't even think of anything interesting coming up. The only thing, and it will have already aired, is Escape to the Chateau, the Christmas special. Oh, the Bake Off Christmas special, Charlotte. Oh, I'm glad we had this conversation. What's what 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 when where? Tell me. Christmas Day. Oh, I did not know they were doing this. Who's on it? Let me let me um consult. I bought the Radio Times yesterday in, Mar- in Marks and Spencers um because I do like to be fully up to date with what is going on on television over Christmas. I've been um, to do a, like a announcement on your stories every day of like maybe your top three recommended watches. Oh, that's a good idea. I might do that. Oh, I really want to watch Die Hard as well. Have you never seen Die Hard? No. Wow. Um, oh, actually, talking of Die Hard, um, it's, it is a link. The one TV show that I have been absolutely loving at the moment is Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix. It's mm. a police comedy. Um, it's it's quite old. Well, I say old, but, you know, it's a, a few years old um, if you start from the beginning. But I've basically one of the characters makes references to Die Hard all the time but I've really been enjoying it as just like I think each episode is like 21 minutes long kind of like Friends and it's just a real switch off um kind of cackle I've really been enjoying it so if anybody's looking for some like bubblegum tv I fully recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm. I didn't think I was gonna say that. I did not also oh Christmas special of Strictly ah oh. So much. Gosh. Oh, back to Bake Off, back to Bake Off. Who's in okay, it? Okay, so let, I'm just finding it. I'm d- using the Radio Times website and the mobile app is just not my favourite. There are two episodes split over Christmas and the New Year. So Christmas will have already been and gone, so it's not worth talking about that. But it's 8pm Christmas Day. But if you did miss it on Christmas Day, worth catching up on. The Great New Year's Bake Off will air at 7.40 on New Year's Day on Channel 4. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to get the Radio Times. I, d- I have said that I will do it, and I will do it. I'm doing the yeah. um, the turkey pickup at 8, 8 a.m. on Christmas Eve in Marx's so I can get my Radio Times then. Good girl. Each episode, we'll see four former contestants, so there's going to be Val and Celestie included. <gasps> yes! Val's and coming Liam. back. And Liam. And Candice. Oh, <sighs> oh, brilliant. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, Quality television. So, I think, radio time aside, shall we move on to the best buys of the year? Can I guess your best buy? Yes. Is it a wicker Gucci bag? Yes, of course. I mean, the buy of the century, never mind about oh. the buy of the year. Oh, it's, she, oh, it's just such a good bag. Is she still filling you with joy, even in mid-December? even in mid-December. I haven't used her as much this month um, just because I've been mainly wearing coats so big that they don't really warrant a bag going across my body. <laughs> I've mainly I just been stuffing my pocket. Trying to get stuff over your shoulder when you've got a teddy bear coat on and it just keeps continuously falling off your shoulder and you're like, why? Why? It's an art in itself. It really is. But no, that was it was such an indulgent purchase, but I don't regret it for a second. My top buy this year is is a handbag as well, which was also an investment, which was my Mark Cross Grace bag <gasps> that I found off eBay that took four months to arrive. Oh, I, I remember that saga. It, what a saga it was. But yeah, I think for me, um, it was the most money I've spent on a bag. Um, and I'm thrilled with her. We have a lovely time every time we go out together. And then on the flip side, my second favourite thing that I bought this year, Costa Fiverr, which... I copied from you are the accessorize pearl hair clips oh yes not had them not had them out my hair and now that it's kind of December I've gone double transformative aren't they really are like I look and I'm like and then sometimes you know you put a a pearl hair clip in you're like too much Jacqueline take it off but um (laughs) for the next week I will be wearing two at once not just one two I'm gonna see you in January and you're gonna have four each side you're just gonna be like it's like it's like you've gone to the hairdressers and got um like um what what is it that like almost like a, a like a oh like a perm when you, have, when you have all the rollers in your hair but they'll be like pearl clips. Oh yeah, definitely. And yeah, I just I think the thing is I keep getting used to them and I'm like, is that enough pearl hair clips? No, no, no. Just add another one. I'm like the buckaroo of of accessories when it comes to pearl hair clips. And you're gonna your neck's gonna get a bit heavy. <laughs> And um, what else is on your list? So on my list, I also have a pair of trainers, which are my Supaga high tops, which I just haven't stopped wearing. Oh, you have not had them off. I really haven't. I think from about March to now, they are just, they've just stayed on my feet. They're, they are getting quite knackered. That's the only thing. My favorite, pur- one of my favorite purchases, but they're just, the, the longevity in them, I just don't know if it's going to, really carry me into next spring so I just wear them all the time I don't think they're made to be worn as much as I wear them but um I've absolutely loved a good pair of all cream height tops 
Well, my white boots that I got from Zara, they're number three on my most worn list. And I've had those on every single day. It's getting too wet now. Um, And I say the only reason is because then you get like a big, like muddy splash on the front. And I don't want people to hark at her in her white boots. I know, she can't manage them. (laughs) So I have to be careful. Well, I just look for a dry day and then they're on. But I've really, really, since September, just not had them off my feet. What else is on yours? Well, there's one more thing on here, but it's the most enormous thing. Um, and that's my wedding dress. Oh, yeah. Forgot 2018 was the year of the wedding dress. Yeah. And my wedding dress and wedding shoes, um, which I won't say too much more about. But um, it's definitely been the most significant purchase of the year. Um, ah, well, I think we're going to do a whole wedding episode in January because I think we've both got a lot of thoughts on wedding planning. Well, we're um, both married next year. I know we can go into January and be like it's our wedding year. Oh, kind of freaks me out. Got so much it really, do. it really panics me because I think like I know this. I said this to Joe. I said I know it sounds obvious, but you get to January, and then you've got four months left, and then well, I have anyway, and then you think well, February and March, and then April's the month before, and then May's the month of. <laughs> I've never heard anybody just write off five months like that (laughs) you might as well be getting married on January the 2nd I know I've never written off any months like that so quickly but I'm just I'm I'm desperately excited but I'm also a little bit like and like like we said with Christmas there is a lot of pressure as well but we can talk about that to a greater extent in the new year I haven't got the wedding dress yet, but I did buy a cabbages and roses dress in the sale um, in the summer. And that's been, I've got two dresses down here and it's um, that one. And then I also bought that ASOS, um, like a ditzy blue floral dress. Um, It was a bit vampire's wife-esque and I'm I'm thrilled with both those purchases. So I feel like I've been, oh, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, I was hoping you mentioned cabbages and roses because you have been representing them. Yeah, I think that dress, it was, again, a bit like, ooh, really? But I, I I, just, I've worn it and worn it and worn it, and it's brought me a lot of joy. And every time I open my wardrobe, it hangs there. And I'm even though I'm not wearing it at the moment, because it's not quite appropriate, and I think I'm very happy I own you. You're looking at it like, all right. All right, all right, all right. The other thing that we wanted to talk about was our favourite people that we're following on the internet this um, of 2018. Who's, who's kept our Instagram feed the happiest? Because I think, you know, you can say what you like about social media, but if social media is making you sad, you're probably not following the right people. I always feel like that. I feel like it was Twitter, and I know I've said it before, but I often feel like if you're following people that aggravate you on Twitter, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. Um, Who have you been enjoying on the internet, Liv? Oh, so many. You, um, (laughs) so many people. Um, There are, I've written four people down, um, and I know... There's a couple that we have the same the same person. Um, but I'll start off. I'm going to start off with Ella Masters um, because I think she has been so inspiring this year to follow. Um, if you don't follow her already, she is an illustrator. She has a blog. She's absolutely so exceptionally talented. Um, but this year um, she had which I think, an exceptionally difficult couple of years, but she did the Ella 365 project which is every day she was doing an illustration in one of her notebooks and it's building up this whole book filled with beautiful pictures and all of them 
are just so so beautiful like I don't know how she finds the motivation to do it every day because I when I was writing a diary every day I couldn't do it like a paragraph but she just does these gorgeous things they come with gorgeous quotes and sometimes they're just such a wonderful pick-me-up um, no matter how difficult your day's been um, it's just such a good reminder of like carrying on and just I don't know keep on keeping on but it's been she's been so so inspiring so I've loved following her sorry I've just got lost in her feed um I haven't been on there for a while um and I actually reposted one of them because some of them just they just resonate they're just what you need to to open up and read on that day um she's she's really fantastic she's so so talented um and just quite understated with it as well I don't think she realizes how great she is so this is us and me saying how great she is so go and check her out um, can I just say her Instagram handle if you were looking for oh, it? Oh yeah, that would um, definitely. <laughs> no, no, it's only because um, it's underscore Ella Masters underscore. So if you would just put Ella Masters into Instagram, you wouldn't find it. So it's underscore Ella Masters underscore. Yeah, blooming brilliant. Um, I've got three other pers- people, but you you go now. Otherwise, I'll just keep waffling. Who who have you been loving? Well, the person that Jack will find me sat on the bed in my towel when I said that I would only be five five minutes getting ready um, watching her lives is Katie Jane Hughes, the oh, makeup yeah. artist of makeup artists. I mean, I cannot get enough of that woman. Um, she's really changed, actually, um, how I buy skincare, apply skincare, apply makeup. But I could honestly watch her all day long I just think she's fabulous but Jack comes up and he's like I thought you were just I thought I thought you were nearly ready (laughs) you were like you thought yeah no I thought I was nearly ready too and then I went on to Instagram and Katie Jane Hughes was doing a live and here I am 20 minutes later I can't help myself she is and her eye makeup looks are oh oofed I just I don't know what it is about her. It's just, I could watch her all day long. I could tune into a 24-7 live stream of Katie Jane Hughes. That's probably sounded less weird in my head, but I love her. Um, Too late. If you're not, yeah, if you're not following her and you're into makeup and skincare, um, head on over there because you will get so many fantastic tips. Oh, I love her. It's good because I feel like we've got we've got an illustrator, we've got a makeup artist, I've got a couple of fashion fashy new people um and then we've also got some other people so we've got a good mix I think here yeah who, who's your fashion new people so I've got two people I mean well I really wanted to mention Hannah Stephenson again but I know I've mentioned her before so instead I'm mentioning a girl called Sania Claus Demina um and she is a Swedish fashion editor and stylist and oh she has just got the most unbelievable coat collection ever oh how oh. do I find her so her handle is Sania, so S-A-N-I-A, Claus, um, C-L, I'm so bad at reading letters out loud, C-L-A-U-S-D-E-M-I-N-A. So I really struggle with that. Um, I'm really, but, like, oh. If I'm on the phone having to read out numbers and letters, I just, oh, I can't. Can't oh manage. my goodness, I've just gone on to her profile and she's got a pink um what hooded. looks like a, it's hooded a, a hooded fur coat i oh i know she wins the internet she's Sen- got a stational she's got a stellar stellar coat collection she just makes everything look really effortlessly cool i just love how 
she just wears a lot of colour, but just still kind of looks really effortless. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I just need that coat. You've lost me. You've lost me. Quick, carry the podcast. So, okay. So the other amazing woman I've been following is Asiyami Gold. Um, and her handle is A-S-I-Y-A-M-I underscore gold. Um, and her feed is sensational. She is just so, she's a photographer and a creative director, but also just posts like such a brilliant mix of like more documentary style photos, fashion photos. And I just feel like her talents don't really have any end. Um, and it's just such an exceptional, colourful, beautiful curated feed. And I just, whenever I go on there and I'm in a bit like, oh, I don't know what to photograph. I'm not very good at this. Like she just, she serves inspiration in the masses. She's so oh. talented. Oh, she sounds fabulous. In the vein of curated feeds, um, mine are two sisters. They're not, their feed isn't the two sisters. They have a separate feed each. But that's um, Emily Jane Lathan. Uh, Lathan who oh, you my God. And her yeah. sister, Jess Lathan. Um, they are the founders of Rock and Rose. Ro- I can't talk. They are the founders of Rock and Rose Girls. And their feeds are just, I just love them. I love going on there. So Emily Jane Lathan and... Let me just double check on her sisters yes. and Jess Lathan. Um, but I just love following them. I think they're absolutely, I just love them. I've never met them. and I just chat to them all day long. I, I, I can't wait to meet them. That's my 2019 goal. Should we do, we should, well, I think we should do, do a trip. Yeah, let's go up, up, up that way. I, I want to say they're in Newcastle, but I don't think they're that far. Um, and then everyone else that I've been following on Instagram is less curated and more kind of, um, I don't know what the word is. Um, I guess more act- in an activist vein. So Florence Given, um, yep. a nineteen-year-old artist with. I just don't think I've ever been that that knowledgeable. I know. I don't think I ever will. Well, I'd like to think I will be. I don't want to rule it out because she just shares so many insightful, thought-provoking posts that kind of make you step back and assess and. She's just so interesting and so cool. Yeah, I just um this this sounds weird and I've already started it, so I'll continue. But her mum commented um on one of her pictures and I clicked on her mum's profile. I think it was private, but I just saw the little picture and I was like, ah, ah, okay. Like you're just from a cool family. You're like it all makes sense. Yeah, it all makes so much sense. But I've loved following Florence Given. Um and then Rachel Cargill as well. Yeah, she's on my list as well. <laughs> We should have got our list together. I like, I like um, that there's, um, we've got some people that are the same. Rachel Cargill is just doing the most incredible work. Um, I don't know what to say about Rachel. Just make sure you're following her. Her handle is Rachel, and that's Rachel E L dot Cargill. Um, absolutely essential. Um, she is currently at Columbia University, but she writes for Harper's Bazaar as well. Um, and she also does a lecture tour and it's called The Unpacking of White Feminism. Um, and Rachel constantly just makes me stop in my tracks and wants, well, not once, but makes me be a better person and constantly challenges um, my way of thinking as a cis, able-bodied white person. I think she's bloody marvelous and brave as well because she receives a lot of negativity for what she does which I think is outrageous but she just keeps on going which is amazing so I think in the face of all of that so many people would just say do you know what forget it but she just carries on um 
and it's just so inspiring. I feel like she should be like, do you know on MySpace where you got a MySpace profile and it instantly had MySpace Tom as a friend? She should be like that with Instagram. <laughs> where you instantly get Instagram and she is just someone that everyone should follow. Yeah, absolutely. But also um, people should support Rachel as well if they can financially because yes. she does all this work pretty much for free and she has a Patreon account. Um, so go and check that out. Um, and then also in a similar vein, is Munro Bergdorf like I don't know what to say she is just unbelievable again somebody in the face of adversity I saw it on um on Good Morning Britain with Piers Morgan and I was like how <gasps> I need to see she, that oh it's um she's just incredible she was also on this morning and so composed oh. when having when... that grace when you're being like and I don't know when you're talking to someone who can is so ignorant and it is it can be oh just I'm not very good at things like that when I talk to someone who isn't on the same page as me I'm very like I'm quite flappy <laughs> I love the way you've used flap quite a few times maybe flap can be our word of the year flappy I love just 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 been a flappy old year um but yeah do follow Monroe she describes herself as a model and social activist um LGBT and editor at Days Beauty which I did not know but um you will find her on Instagram so M-U-N-R-O-E-B-E-R-G-D-O-R-F I do also hate reading letters out loud I know I'm just not good at it I didn't realize it was such a problem until today (laughs) no I'm terrible um a couple more people and that's Candice Brathwaite um Candice's stories again they just make you think um and she's really Candice doesn't beat around the bush that's all that's all I've got to say she literally tackles things head on um and she's absolutely fantastic um the other person that I love following is Lucy Sheridan Lucy I love Lucy Lucy um Lucy's official title is the comparison coach and it's all you need to know she's the perfect antidote to social media if you've had too much go to Lucy and get some perspective she's brilliant and Emily Cox said as well just because oh yes yes you can't not you can't she's just such a ray of sunshine yeah I I'm just nodding because I'm like yes she is she really I feel like I'm just like firing off people now because I'm like ah (laughs) yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry if I've missed anybody um but maybe we'll keep this as a bit more of, as a feature because I do love new people to follow on social media. I do too. And I feel like going into the new year, it's so nice to have a feed of people that make you feel good and make you feel less alone and make you feel that you've got it. You've got it together. Like nothing, nothing, you know, is, I don't know what I'm going to say to cut that bit. <laughs> nothing <laughs> is nothing. Um, <laughs> for God's sake, woman. Um, um, but it's, um, I was going to say we've been chatting absolute shite for 48 minutes now, so we can round it up if you want. I think we should just say, because it is the last episode of the year, an enormous thank you to everyone that's been listening this year because it has been a real roller coaster. I was just thinking, I was like, I was looking at my diary to see if I'd made any notes of any cinema trips I'd been on because I'm 80. Um, and in, Jan- on, in the beginning of January last year, we were filming a video for my YouTube and the podcast was just a little like glimmer in our eyes we yeah we haven't even conceived at that point um, I know sorry was it weird to to compare it to a pregnancy 
<laughs> it was it was just a glimmer providing podcasts only take one month to grow um <laughs> yeah it's not working sorry about the analogy but yeah this time last year the podcast didn't even exist we didn't even know um what a micro a microphone is I mean we barely know what a microphone is at the moment but um yeah it's just been the biggest learning curve ever but I think that that's a really great message to kind of leave on. If you're thinking about doing something, start it. You're only going to get better at it. I know. Hope. Well, so, until the end of the year when it does fizzle out a bit. But <laughs> yeah, do do listen to some of our better episodes. Yeah, Stronger. Start, start off um, on episode one, and then <laughs> no, it's been it's been so much fun, um, and I've absolutely loved doing it. I've loved hosting it with you as well. So. It's been such a treat and we promise that next year will be even better, we hope. Yes, and as always, go over to Facebook because that's where the community, I feel, that was took us really by surprise, I think, the actual, um, A, that anyone's listening, but B, I just think it's marvellous how wonderful and open everyone's been over on Facebook. So that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. Join there. Um, if you get a bit lonely over Christmas, pop a message on in there. I know we had a listener the other day who'd broken up with her boyfriend and was feeling pretty crappy. And there was some nice messages of support from the fringe of it listeners. So if you are having a bit of a low time this Christmas, just pop a message in there. Um, and I'm sure there will be some words of comfort. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, do head over there. But yeah, thank you all so much for joining us every week to hear rambles, silliness, and just big old chats basically but good old friend over the phone chats yes next year um we hope to have more more events more interviewees and um I don't really know what else to promise you I don't want to I, I, I don't want to do that thing where I constantly over promise and under deliver so do you know what next year more of the same more of the same um and hopefully might might get better but if not it will definitely be the same <laughs> Um, have the most fabulous new year's eve um i'm gonna see two years in a row i've not made it to midnight and old charlotte is ashamed um she used to party until like 5 a.m but the past two years i've not made it to midnight so i'll see if i can make it a hat trick yeah i hope you i hope you do do you do you stay up till midnight if yeah most of the time not like terribly like last year we had a party which I feel like I'm still cleaning up from um but I didn't go to bed until about half past three um and as someone who doesn't drink I think that's quite like an achievement um I was still like cutting shapes to the point where people did think that I'd had a good time if you know what I mean people were like oh Liv you had a good time last night you were you know you must have been popping back those drinks is that what people say and I was like no alas just a couple of lemonades Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. I'll, I'll stick to the lemonade and see what happens. That's a lie. As soon as it came out of my mouth, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> I, heard, I heard the regret. <laughs> I couldn't even get to the end of my sentence. But thank you for being my co-host. Thank um, you. What... And also thank you to Rosie who edits it every week because she definitely has to put up with a lot of um, singing. Yeah, she polishes a turd, definitely. So thank you to Rosie. You're incredible. And we will see you all next year. Woo! See you next year. Happy 2019. Well done on 2018. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 